testicles. One, two, three. That's working. Good stuff. Welcome to. Wait. I'll just do it being a little bit louder. I think. How's that? You speak. Do a sound test. Me 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 me. Oh, I can hear you. For fuck's sake. Right. Okay. My lugs on. Right. You got your headphones on. Happy. Happy. All right. Welcome to the Dirty Kimbasa podcast episode. 29. We've been at this 13 months. Okay, let's I'm kick sorry. off. Let's kick off. News article. While it's fresh in my mind. Go on. Well, I've, I've got it on my phone here and it's, uh, you know what I'm like with technology, so let's let's do it before I lose it. Bristol. I'm going to take you to Bristol. BBC Bristol? I don't know what publication this is because as I've saved it, I've chopped it off like I always do. Right. Bri- now, Bristol's an odd place, isn't it? West Country. It's, it's a city. But populated by country bumpkins. Can we say that? Yeah. Uh, would you Would you agree with me? So, like, they're all a bit odd, aren't they, in Bristol? Well, I know somebody that's a yoga teacher, vegan, uh, bisexual lady, and she gravitated to Bristol. Bri- Bristol? I've had a couple of nights out in Bristol. It's rough as fuck. It's like wild. It, it's it's Britain's wild west. You reckon? Yeah. It's like Halifax it, used to be at nineties. It, it, I tell you what, mate. It was worse than Halifax. I mean, Halifax where well, they were fighting in lumps. I know. On, we used to fight on George Square for taxis, didn't they? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Bristol. Well, it, every pub we went in erupted in like a riot. You know, it was beautiful. And these were quiet old man drinking pubs. I quite enjoyed it actually. <laughs> um, right. So I'm going to take you to Bristol now. And we're on the railways, so I'd like your input on this one. So, a woman from Bristol claims to have witnessed a couple engage in a sex act in front of her while on the train. Oh, absolutely. I know it's happened. The commuter, who wishes to remain anonymous, was travelling from Bristol to Cleethorpes on Sunday, January the 2nd this year. So it's quite recent. Yeah. When she noticed a pair in a compromising position. Okay. As the train neared its destination, so we get into Cleethorpes now. What? So although it's in Bristol news, this is actually happening at the other end of the line, isn't it? Because it's not... the Bristol to Cleethorpes train. There's no Bristol to Cleethorpes train. Well, this is what That's according about... to this. Well, it's about obviously... four trains, yeah, is that? Well, anyway, Bristol News's connection to this news story is tenuous at best, isn't it? Isn't it? Maybe, yeah. maybe the person that reported it once visited Bristol. Yeah, maybe. So, anyway, as the train neared its destination, she was shocked to hear the man undo his belt to engage in indecent activity. The woman told Grimsby Live, Bristol Live, I've got this from Grimsby Live. There's some proper uh, reporting, yeah, isn't it? That she decided to sit opposite the couple rather than a drunk group of men nearby, because she thought they seemed nice. But she was left uncomfortable by the act and claims that the pair smirked at her when she left the train. She said, I was on the 1.30 train from Sheffield to Cleethorpes. So she's, now she got to Sheffield and got on the carriage, which had a group of drunken lads and a nice-looking couple on. So I sat opposite the nice-looking couple. I felt I'd be better next to them than the drunken man. Uh, sorry, the drunken men. It was all fine until we got to Scunthorpe, at this point, I heard the man's belt unbuckle and wondered what on earth was going on. I'm sure she knew exactly she, what yeah, was going she, on. Yeah, she figured it out. After a while, the man had his pants down. I didn't know where to look. I don't think they were bothered about you looking. You probably just watched. I don't, I don't think they cared, did they? I was coughing loudly <laughs> and looking out of the window to try and make them aware that I was there. At one point, the man pulled his coat over the lady, but you could clearly see what was going on. I just felt so uncomfortable. At Cleethorpes, both myself and the couple got off the train 
and I just shook my head at the pair of them. But they just looked at me and smirked. Of course they did. Yeah. Then I informed the British Transport Police about the incident. Oh, she's talked to the fuzz. She's a, she's a. It's the strangest thing I've ever seen. But I didn't want to see it. It's not that strange, is it? Is it strange? I think this goes on a lot. That makes me strange. Does it? Not on trains, like, but, you know. They must have been in their 30s. I was just so shocked they would even think about doing something like that. I felt incredibly uncomfortable throughout the whole thing. They're really eking this out to get to fill some space on the front page. There's a word count in there. Yeah. I spent £200 on a return ticket from Bristol to Cleethorpes, and that is not what I wanted to experience. A spokesperson for the British Transport Police said, We received a report on January the 3rd of a couple engaging in a sexual act on board a train in near Cleethorpes. <laughs> Repeat story from a different angle. The incident occurred on January the 2nd. Further witnesses or anyone with information can contact the British Transport Police by texting 61016 or calling 0800 40 50 40, quoting reference number 287 of the 3rd of the 1st 22. You see, now that, in a way, the British Transport Police are better at journalism than both Bristol and Grimsby Live. Yeah. Because they summarise that in a paragraph. But anyway, so Ben, do you, do you see something you see a lot? Are you a bit of a... Driver voyage. <laughs> voyage. You'd you'd uh, you'd have to be very dexterous to be driving train and and watching these things going on at the same time. Semi skilled lever pulling. That's it. But it does go on because I've heard several stories. Of uh, one of guards told me that she was walking down train and next coach was empty bar this couple and uh, she was busy noshing him off. Oh. He was sat back enjoying it with his eyes shut. What happens if it came to a sudden stop? Well, she might get a mouthful. Could be injured. Maybe that's where something. Deep Throat were invented. I don't know. Oh, I know. So Dad just shouted out, I, Tickets, please! Top of her voice. I don't think I'd want to do it on a train. To be fair, I don't even want to travel on a train. No, you do, you do it every day. I don't though. have a choice. They yeah. pay me to do these things. Yeah, it's odd. I've mm. heard of another one where train stopped at a station and driver had heard a bit of a drunken commotion going around and we do have a little spiral to look through door you know so he got out of his seat looked through spiral and there was a woman squatting down taking a piss right behind his cab door just pissing all over the floor i suppose you got a piss you got a piss but but there's a toilet that's this is the there's toilet there's one on the train isn't there's there? one on every train you know this is this is what i don't get it's um it's it is strange people's people are strange People are grotty. Speaking of grotty, do you know what a flying circus is? <laughs> oh dear, we're going to have one of these every every episode, are we? We might have one every episode for the next couple now. <laughs> um, a flying circus, what do you think it is? Does it involve flying? Yeah, kind of. Okay, I think, so. you know what, I think some of these are just meant up, made up to be weird. I don't think this is one you could really do. So... The Flying Circus is a sex act in which a woman is reverse cowgirl on top of a man. Bloody hell, I'm going to have to Google that now. <laughs> and then they attempt to <laughs> jump or throw her to another man standing by a wall. Unbeknownst to the woman, the second man plans to sidestep and let her hit the wall and fall down, hopefully leaving her writhing in agony. Then both men ejaculate on her. What? So basically... So your first bit started a bit like... You pick up your partner while your mate's in room. You're shagging your partner while your mate's in room. So she's all right with that. You pick her up, you throw her 
to your mate and she thinks he's going to catch her and fuck her, but he doesn't. He nimbly sidesteps, she hits the wall, and then you both wank all over her. It's doing note for me. It's weird, um, but that is called a flying circus. I think it's called a... I think someone has made that up. <laughs> Sleeping in fucking dog kennel, that's what I think that is. This was submitted by... A terrible person. <laughs> well, that's the username. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. So. See, it started off a bit like a Haynes manual did that. I'm, you know. Hang on, I'm still re- googling reverse. Cowbell. That's what I mean. Yeah. Refer yeah. to page twenty-three, section four, to get to this point. Yeah. Bloody hell! Complicated shenanigans here. You couldn't do that on a train. Just won't work, would no. it? Yeah. Wow. Ben. You met Dave. I met Dave. You met Dave. So for for people that haven't listened so much, shame on you. And for people that have, I'm sorry. Dave emails in shit now and again. And yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and I've known Dave since 1994 when we had Commodore Amiga 1200s and there were a bulletin board scene where we shared software that was definitely not illegal and to- I think totally legit. Bulletin board scene. It's possibly the geekiest thing I've heard this week. Beautiful. And bearing in mind, in the shop, we had a Warhammer night. Have <laughs> I out-geeked them? You've out-geeked them, yes. Yeah. Oh, there was Good. a bulletin board scene. There was. Back Got in, nobody laid ever. Back in 94. <laughs> and uh, and that's how we met. He ran a bulletin board and, uh, and, yeah. So I said to Dave, we might give him a call this morning so you can hear his voice. And he's got something to say. But he's a scouser, isn't he? He's a scouser, so you don't want to hear his but voice. But he'll, he'll be out still nicking up. Still talking. Water. He might have just got home. It's what, daylight. Won't he be having lead off church roof? <laughs> Shall we try to give him a ring? Give him a ring. Let's give Dave a ring. This is going to involve a lot of editing now. Seamless. 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 Electronic. Electric. Excuse me. Electricery. I think I'm possibly going to have to open Facebook to send him a link. What 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 are you calling him on? Join with computer audio. Yeah. Well, if I figured if I could zoom it. Oh, it's a zoom call. We'll we'll record it while we're doing it. Would you like to use my old general post office Bakelite telephone? It works. Stop you dial video. it. Although young people don't know how to dial it. No, they, they don't. They don't. Really. They're like, oh, yeah. what do you do this? What what's this? It's a telephone dial. It doesn't have buttons. It's got a dial. Participant invite. He'll be in bed. We do record at ridiculous o'clock on a Sunday morning Invite when most people are in bed. Because we are odd. Some bleep then. Yeah. I said to him, if Zoom don't work, I'll just ring him on speakerphone and put phone next to Mike. We'll work it out one way or another. Come on, Dave. Get your shit together. Admit Dave. Is he there? I don't know. Participants, too. <clears throat> Dave, can you hear us? Oh, there we go. I can hear him. Can you hear us, Dave? Now then, Dave. Can you hear us, Dave? I can I can hear you, Dave. We can hear him. I don't think he can hear us. I think you might be right. I hate Zoom. Just <laughs> just to clarify. <laughs> Another computer related shenanigans. Let's click that. Dave, Dave, <laughs> Dave, Dave. Hello. Dave, we can hear right. you. Dave, 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 Dave. Dave, 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 Dave. Let's try this. Hello, Dave. That's no, not doing it either. I can hear Dave. I can hear him wiggling stuff. Yeah. Uh, right. Try that. Mm. 
What was that? Who, who was that? that? That was me pressing record on Zoom. Uh, right. I got a voice. Did you so, hear a voice? I'm uh, hearing I voices. heard a voice. Uh, oh, I'm glad it's not just me. Oh, good. Right. So we should by... probably repeat that last minute again then, because it wasn't actually recording <laughs> that bit. Oh, good. The magic of technology. So for anybody just catching up, world shit is seance. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got there. So what were you saying, Tony? I met Dave. Dave yeah. met me. Internet bulletin boards in the infancy of the internet. Nineteen ninety four. Geeky as fuck. Right. So Dave, have you got a story for us? Oh dear. Right. Uh where do you want me to start? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> okay, well uh despite what it might seem, um quite a shy lad really. Um, but it, it, comes it comes across in your emails. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's what I'm saying. But this might kind of put a, a slightly different light on things. Uh, man, I, I don't know whether it was something to do with work. It just seemed to be uh, a race to the bottom, um, generally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I say, in myself, I'm actually quite shy. Uh, yeah. One of my first sort of. Uh, is being a guest on an unknown podcast, isn't it? Well, you know, this is actually an honour. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> so, so that's how bad things are. Um, back well, in the infancy of uh, going out with my missus, um, I, I thought I'd try and get a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Not exactly pushing the uh, the envelope, shall we say? But just sort of tried pulling up somewhere in the car and just to make out. Dogging, so, dogging you mean, Dave? No, 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 no. Uh, that wasn't the thing back then that I'm aware of. Right, okay. <laughs> Shagging in a car. Shagging in a car. No, 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 not even that. Just oh. snuggling up, you know. Like I say, it was in the infancy. Oh, right, okay. I wasn't going to push things, and I'm a shy lad. Um, so pulled up into some place down by the docks, and it was sort of quite dark, and you know, you you were sort of fine. No chance of anyone seeing you. It's in the middle of... In fact, it does sound like a dog in sight. It was what it's used to be easy. like a bit of industrial area. Oh, yeah. Proper proper cedar. Sounds yeah. more like to me like you're nicking stuff from the docks. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking Liverpool docks here, you, aren't you'll we? Be, you'll be familiar from all the crime you've engaged in with the area. No, you know it no. like the back of your hand, don't you? Every little escape route. Oh, the yeah. police car can't get through here, but my moped can. That kind of thing. <laughs> Well, anyway, here we are. Uh, it's actually sort of a bit of a, a cliff edge, so to speak, between where the houses are and where we are. Uh, like I say, it, it's all dark. There's no street light, And I thought, you know, am I right to snuggle up here? And uh, after a while, I, I saw two people looking down at us, and I started panicking a bit. Uh, and after about 20 minutes of just being too scared to move, my missus kind of looks and says, isn't that chimneys? <laughs> so there you go. That's my eyesight so, sorted. So, so they uh, were chimneys? They were chimneys. Dave, it wasn't anyone Dave, watching us at all. Dave, after the emails you've sent us, that is the biggest anticlimax. <laughs> well, what can I say? You know, I'm, I'm a shy kid. I'm after, a shy lad. After clean up in Isle Vange. Right. <laughs> this is, it's like, what? Yeah, well, that, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm a shy lad. Yeah. Despite all outward sort of, uh, yeah. 
Ah, fair enough. Clean up in Isle Vage, that fair. was... That, uh, that, that, disc- that turned a few stomachs. Yeah. <laughs> Same mine as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, I've, yeah, I've got a few more stories. I don't know how you want to go about things. Go for it. Go. Yeah, we can always edit crap out or just yeah, go fair fucking enough. call, you know? Yeah. Uh, when I started getting serious with me, uh, me now wife, um, I thought, all right, it, it's time to kind of pop the question. So I asked her whether she wanted to go look at rings. It happens to be the morning on April the 1st. I didn't fucking realise. <laughs> so she thought it was a wind-up? So she thought I was winding her up. So kind of had a little, little bit more thought on it. And basically, like I say, I'm a shy lad. Uh, I've got Asperger's. We've never really been uh, one for knowing people as friends. Okay. So I... I Kind of come up with the idea of I've, I've got a relative who lives in Canada. Uh, not that we wanted to stay there. That was more sort of uh, something that my mother tried to push on us. Um, but I, mean, I think we ended up staying there one night and had to get the hell out of Dodge. It was like, it was all these serial killer movies and the guy lived in a basement and I don't know, it just wasn't good. Anyway. You just didn't like it. You just didn't. Well, you weren't yeah, getting that, a good vibe. That that's that's kind of getting on. It, the guy himself was all right. He's dead now, um, but sounds after he was supposed to, he was supposed to be a chef, and he'd sort of cooked for the Olympics when it was over in wherever it was in Canada a few years ago. Okay, um, so he probably very, he was probably a very good chef then. He probably was, yeah, yeah. I mean, he it served as a bolognese, and I, I know sometimes they stick a little bit of you know garnish or whatever on top. I've never known it to be crunchy. Like oh. cockroach crunchy. It's, so it's that, a coincidence, Dave. You know, because yeah, it, I've got it, a mate, a mate in Canada. He was in the Cana- Canadian Army. Oh yeah. And um, he was a chef. He, well, he still is a chef. An excellent chef. I've never been f- fed so well while in the army. Honestly, it was. Yeah. Um, he, he was brilliant. I give him a shout out actually because he's a listener. Da- he's mm. called Dave as well. Dave Rodney over. Hello, in Dave. You know. Nice to meet um, you. Yeah. So, no, so. We'll, we'll give give him a shout out. Um. Yeah, so the guy's a chef. You, you stayed in his basement. Yeah, uh, very dodgy, rickety stairs on the way down. Okay. Uh, like, like I say, least said the better. But uh, yeah, we decided to go to Canada to go and get married. Like I say, I, I don't really know anyone. I, I didn't really have many friends in real life, so to speak. So I thought that's an ideal way of getting out of needing to find, need, well, needing to have any friends to ask who could be a best man. Um, so, yeah, we, we'd kind of arranged all this in the background and uh, happened to be talking to me, my dad and me stepmother uh, a few months later uh, and said about going to Canada. And she said, I don't know why you don't get married while you're over there. And I couldn't help it. I just broke down giggling. So, uh, by the way, we are. Uh, we hadn't said anything to them. We were just going to go and do it on the quiet. So, uh, yeah, the next makes, morning... makes sense. Yeah, yeah. The next morning, um, as I'm driving the missus to work, uh, I'm pulling up to a dual carriageway, and she, she happens to say, uh, you never did ask me, you know, what, whether I'd marry you? Oh, shoot. So I, I pulled up at lights, opened the car door, jumped down on one knee. Uh, she starts laughing. Uh, apparently there was a bus next door and someone started pointing, laughing and giving a bit of a clap. But uh, yeah, that, that was basically how I proposed. 
at the lights. At the traffic lights. At the traffic lights on Queen's Drive in Old Swan, Liverpool. Where was the ring at this point? Was that still in a shop in England? Uh, sure, I had it on her hand. By that the oh. engagement <laughs> ring, anyway, yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I think, yeah. to be honest, I think she's... Um, She's splitting hairs, really, isn't she? She's accepted the ring. She's got it on your finger. Um, yeah. She's, she's, I, I think you've got some kind of verbal contract. Yeah, I mean, that's what I thought. I don't know what trading yeah. standards would have to say about it. but um, I think that's an implied contract. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, you've, you've yeah. certainly got a, a contract in spirit, haven't you? Yeah, um, yeah. So um, I, I think um, having you go down onto one knee was unreasonable behaviour on her <laughs> and probably grounds for divorce should you ever require it well all I can say is I'm, I'm just grateful she was uh, interested still well that's good and, and you're yeah. happy now are you yeah knocking on for 28 years later 28 years Jesus you'd yeah. have probably only got 12 and a half if you'd have hit her with a spade <laughs> <laughs> my missus mm. often says to me you never asked me to be your girlfriend and she came up with this one after we married with two kids. I'm like, all right, love. <laughs> I'll leave it that way. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But having a change up in the basement was enough. That's it, yeah. yeah Captive that's, audience. That's it, yeah. There we go. Yeah, so you, st- you spent... And one night did you stay and then you got to a hotel. Yeah, yeah, we, we ended up going down to Niagara Falls. Got married in Niagara Falls by a judge in the courthouse. And that yeah, was quite fun. Cool. Yeah, on, that, on that, the Cana- still, were you on the Canadian side? Oh, God, yeah. Right. Yeah, don't want to go to the crime-ridden side. Right. Um, I mean, it was quite a nice little area. It's in the middle of the business district, the courthouse, and right. uh, th- there was a shop opposite. I mean, you had to go to the courthouse to meet someone to get the, the marriage licence. And uh, well, A lot of people get married at Niagara Falls. They do, don't they? Uh, quite it's, probably, it's like- yeah. Yeah. I suppose it's a bit like the American Gretna Green. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it's a bit... It's like a step up from running away to Las Vegas to do it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. In, in, in On the American continent. Yeah, I couldn't find Elvis, but, you know. Um, yeah. But it, it was just sort of quite a nice setup. Here we are in the middle of the business district. There's barely a car driving past every minute, just drifting along dead slow. The squirrels running up and down the trees... Uh, all over the show and there's a there's a corner shop opposite like a little mini mart so i went to open the door uh, and it was locked and a guy comes legging it over to the door oh sorry sorry we weren't open yet but here here you go opens the door uh so i don't know just really friendly over there um, yeah that north american customer service yeah in, in britain you'd get Oh, I'm sorry, we don't open for another one minute and 45 seconds. Yeah, well, they yeah, stood at the door yeah. watching you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, did, did I ever rant on podcast about that before? We've been talking, we were talking about everything. Oh, you might have done, yeah. Jeans, yeah. sizes and everything else, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Fucking McDonald's in Leeds Station opens at five and they'll stand there at 4.59 and 20 seconds. Staring at door. Staring at door, waiting 40 seconds for it to wait. For yeah. it to tick over, you know. What's wrong with you? Everything's fucking ready. It's not going to be any more ready in 40 seconds, dickhead. <laughs> oh, it's the world we live in, mate, isn't it? In the, the, the window of this little mini-mart as well, something that we haven't seen in the UK, there's there's a wanted poster for uh, a murder suspect that happened 350 miles away. I uh, don't get that. I, I wish we had... Oh, no, that, that was... I, but that was sort of can you, interesting. Can you imagine, though, if you ended up 
on a wanted poster and your <laughs> mum saw it. <laughs> oh, Anthony! Oh, my son, the drug dealer! Oh, oh Dave, what have you been up to? Yeah, she only watches that. So, anyway, we... interceptors in case she sees me on it one time. <laughs> so, we got the paperwork sorted anyway. That, that was a good laugh as well. Um, usually, if you're trying to talk to someone from the council, because that's basically what they were. They were sort of council staff doing the paperwork at this stage. And usually, you won't get the time of day out of anyone, will you? And we must have had a good natter, sort of an hour, hour and a half, and they're telling us all the best places to go. No sort of time pressures or, you know, just, just go away as you get in the UK. So giving you hint so, places uh, to go after an hour and a half, do you think they were hinting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For coffee, you've got council work to do. That's a very good point um, <laughs> that would have been too subtle for me to pick up on. Yeah, um, coming to the, the day of the wedding itself, and uh, the missus had booked in to get her hair done over there, and she'd got me a suit to wear, and here I am waiting outside this bloody hairdressers and they're kind of pushing it for time and we've got about five minutes to get from where this hairdresser's in down to downtown Niagara Falls park up and get in to see the bloody judge so I'm already in a bad mood and getting panicky uh, so as you can imagine the conversation got slightly sweary on the way in uh, nothing about me saying how lovely she looked and anything like that because I'm a Romantic at heart, aren't I? Yeah. I, I'm a bit of a romantic as well. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we get there, goes in to see the judge, and the judge says, uh, right, okay, where's your witnesses? Uh, witnesses? He went told we needed witnesses. Oh, you should sh- know that. Come on, grab somebody off street. Grab a, grab well, a hobo. Well, that, that is kind of what we ended up having to do she stayed there with the judge just kind of saying all right well i've got five minutes before i've got to move on to other things so i'm legging it round. as i'm legging it downstairs there's someone at a sort of window trying to pay something in probably a parking ticket or something i asked her and she quite sort of unusually for canada was a bit snappy no um, she probably was paying a parking fine yeah, yeah. So I liked it downstairs, and there's a guy sat in one of these SUVs parked opposite with his window half down. So I legged it over to him, uh, asked him. He said, yeah, sure, why not? My wife's in there paying a parking fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, nice, touche. Um, and there's a guy on a, a bench outside uh, having a cigarette. Went over to him and asked him. He said, I, I can't, I'm getting sent to jail in a minute. Oh, right, Um then I saw a guy coming down the, the street in a suit, briefcase, legged it over to him, asked him, I can't, I'm sending him to jail in a sec. Uh, so here I am, I'm, I'm really running out of options, short of trying to get the shopkeeper from the shop opposite, because there's no one else about. Like I say, you get one car drifting about every minute or so. Uh, yeah. The squirrels aren't very good for writing the signatures, otherwise we would have been fine. There were plenty of them. Um, then all of a sudden, I suppose this... they can't use the staff at the courthouse, can they? Because I- I'm the guessing not. has to be like yeah. in- independent. In- independent, no, in- impartial. Yeah. Then out so, of the blue, just as we stood at the gates, the sort of on the, the steps of the courthouse, looking round, thinking, "Crap, what do we do?" There's a young girl happens to walk around the corner on her way to the minibar. So I asked her, and she kind of looked a bit surprised and said, "This." Yeah, sure, this, this is going to be an interesting day. I'd only nipped out to the to the shop to get some sweets. I'm moving cross-country today. This this right. was going to be my final stop on the way to 
you know, moving right. the far end of the country. Wow. So, yeah, wow. We, we snagged her and Bob Tranty's living lover. Right, there we go. Yeah. So you, you became her long-haired lover from Liverpool? Uh, my wife, yeah. Except it's a lot shorter now. Right. So, uh, it, actually, to the point where you know I've not what? got that much left. Do you know what? You have so, rekindled my liking of Scousers. Oh, thank you. <laughs> because, do you know what, right? Did you ever like them in the first well, place? I don't mind anybody, me, but I was never particularly fond of the Scouse accents. Mm -hmm. I always found that older Scousers were quite chipper and chirpy. Yeah. And it was nice to listen. But younger Scousers, it's like the accents changed. And I don't know if it's because of society. I know exactly like what you mean. What, what if I, when you talk to younger Liverpudlians, the um, the accent has become it's become a whine. You know, it's 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 it's, a, it's become a, a whingy, whiny, moany accent. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. I, but I, you're back like the old scousers. You're chipper <laughs> and chirpy. It's well, like watching. That's because um, I am old. Well, that, that's it. But it's like it's like watching bread or listening to Ringo Starr narrating <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, I'm uh, a little bit more scouse sounding than most people as well, unfortunately. Yeah, I think, I think well, you are. Well, what happened was uh, I used to live toward Manchester uh, with my mother until my dad got custody back again. Um, a and to try, bit of a try civil and war there, isn't there? Well, to, to try and fit in a little bit quicker, uh, I had to try and get real scouts real quick. Uh, and I've just never been able to shake it again. Yeah. I, I heard a story about this um, couple and they had a baby in a hospital in Manchester. There was... A black guy, a scouser, and a Mancunian who were all waiting outside this like corridor. And this senior nurse came out and said, "Listen, we're ever so sorry, but there's been um, there's been a mishap, and we've mixed the babies up, and we don't know which baby's yours and which baby's yours and which baby's yours. We 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 don't know. We're probably going to have to do some blood tests. Would you consent to us taking blood from you so we can sort of match it up to the? And of course, um, these three lads decided amongst themselves that no, of course we we don't we don't need to do that. I'm quite sure we'd be able to tell our own son. So the scouser goes in first, and he comes out carrying a black baby. And the black fella says, "I think you'll find that one might be mine." And he says, "I don't care. One of the others is a mank." And he doesn't want to take the risk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does. It I've does heard that one before, but it didn't want to disrupt your flow. <laughs> so I probably yeah, told I've... it wrong anyway. But yes, yeah, it's all right. no, it's close it's, enough. Uh, so it's anyway, the timing and the way you tell yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So it's there fine. you go. Sacked, Ended up sort again. of married. Sort of married. Sort of married. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, when I say sort of now. married. Uh, we tried getting a duplicate of the, the marriage licence and the judge filled it all in because she was saying she was short of time and this, that and the other, just sign here and here. And a couple of months down the line, we got a, a letter back from them in the post because this is all pre-internet, saying they can't get the details to match, we're not getting the duplicate of the licence. Hmm, all right, okay. interesting. Yeah, so anyway, after, after we got hitched by the judge in the courthouse, we thought we'd go down and see the falls. So it was only sort of a short drive onto this... Uh, road that's parallel to the river so we sort of pull onto there and as we're coming along uh, there's quite a nice little vantage point of seeing the falls from a distance 
and you've got a mountie there uh, and it's sort of a strict towway zone absolutely no parking at any time and we thought we'll give it a go parked up said do you mind taking our pictures yeah sure you know here she is in a wedding dress me in a suit and a, a mountie taking her one of our wedding pictures that's great that's yeah good. so you it, give you a parking ticket Earl? no no not at all so yeah it's just quite nice nah, i would have done <laughs> yeah yeah I'd, I'd, I'd have been a mean mountie <laughs> <laughs> the mountie always gets his van <laughs> yeah right uh do you want any more stories no no oh dear okay i'm feeling quite lazy i'm just sat here quiet yeah, well, listening to you. We, we should get people on more often this is stay, stay on the line though because i've got a little story here that someone's emailed us he wants to remain anonymous because since this has all happened he got married is he called Dave? Ah. We, we'll call him Dave. Rever. Rever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rever warns. Um, Is that the surname? Uh, yeah, uh, Trevor. I mean, sorry, Rever. <laughs> was he's a bit older than us, and he's a bricklayer. And um, in the summer of 1985, as a lot of British bricklayers did. He went over to Germany because the money was good and worked there for a while. It was all a bit, um, have you seen the TV show Off Wiedersehen Pet? Certainly have. A bit like that. So he stayed in a porter cabin bunkhouse with a load of mates and they worked in the building trade in Germany because the money was really good. Okay. Now, he's listened to a couple of our podcasts. Sorry, Rebber. My um, shenanigans in the pilot put him in mind of something that happened to himself. He was out on a night out and he's picked up a young lady, um, a German girl, hairy armpits. It's, the, it's, the, it's, it's 1985, so we're talking wet, wet look perm and bush, probably, probably <laughs> smoking. Okay, so um, he's, he's, he's taken her back now to the bunkhouse and he's told his mates and they've jetted very gentlemanly agreed to vacate the bunkhouse so he can have some privacy but young Fraulein is a kinky girl they've not been getting to it for long when she suggests in her heavily accented English that he invites all of the mates in all of his mates in to come and watch that she quite likes an audience he's a bit like you is Rever. He's a shy boy and he doesn't really know what to do, but reluctantly he consents and he goes and he rounds up his mates and against much good-natured jeering and slapping on the back and raising of beer cans. Um, very soon, the little bunkhouse is full of all his mates, stood around his bed with him on top of this German girl. They start getting to it and... Um, he doesn't know whether it was a mixture of his excitement and his nervousness, but he, um, as he was getting to it, he climaxed prematurely. Is that all? Asked the German girl. <laughs> to the hilarity of all his friends who were laughing, clapping, jeering, pointing. Someone even poured beer on them. Um, and that was it. And, um, you know, it, he he didn't hear the last of it, and he actually came back to Britain at the end of that summer, um, and didn't go back out to Germany again. Mm. Um, 
trying to avoid that group of people he worked with with whom he'd become a laughing stock, which is a, a little bit harsh, isn't it? You know, but at the same time, you will get yourself into these situations. Yeah. Um, have you noticed it's going to be all the same people who are now complaining about all the immigrants coming over here, taking our jobs? And, uh, well, p- quite possibly. At the time, but, um, we were going over there and doing exactly the same. Well, it, it was a funny situation in Germany, wasn't it? Because you couldn't do this in Britain. German workers were on better pay than immigrant workers. Right. So if you were a German bricklayer, you got paid more money than the British ones, which is why they wanted the British ones. They could pay them less wages. It was their thing. And there were like Isn't the Turks, that what we were doing here? It's just like Polish here now. Well, it's, it's, yeah, but I don't think we're allowed to do that, are we? You know, um, it's just that they take the minimum wage jobs. But um, mm. they also had a lot of Turkish labourers and they were on like, peanuts they were mm. and they were seen as like second class citizens in in germany i mean it's it was almost like the fourth reich i suppose but um that was going on then wasn't it mm. so yeah um so there you go thanks for emailing that one in river ben you're looking at your phone an advert from 1964 advertising was more in its infancy then wasn't it and uh a bit more wit I think you'll like this one it's a WD-40 advert okay you might have seen it do you have tight nuts or a rusty tool then use WD-40 in a man-sized pressure pack I, is it is it genuine I think this is um, a later one that somebody's made up I have seen it but I'm not convinced it was actually used in advertising at the time we need some we need some old boys to we need a fact checker us, to fact checkers yeah I'm not old enough for that one, unfortunately. No, I'm not either. Stands nine inch high, makes old tools like... (laughs) Sorry, makes old tools like new again. Tool slides in and out with ease, lubricates dry passageways, makes screwing a pleasure, gives better penetration. Yeah, I I think this is... um, is Wish I stood nine inch so. Is, is that the tumbleweed? That was it, yeah. Dong, dong. Well, you were talking about dongs. We, um, we were. Do you want any more stories? Yeah, come on. Because I, I don't really know where to... Uh, we've all got right. fuck all content, let's face we've it. We've got loads of content right. compared to previous episodes. We've even got, a, <laughs> we've even got a, someone... A, we've got a... I don't know what you call... What is it, a conference call? What have we got going on here? A caller. A we caller. We've got a caller. We, we've never had a... We've not had a caller before. No, we've not. You're Dave our first caller. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're our first. The only other person to have been on here is Jackson Lake. And That's we recorded true. at his place. Mm-hmm. Our special guest. I've got a really important question for you, Dave. Go on. Chocolate biscuits... Yeah. Do you do you put them in your mouth, chocolate side up or chocolate side down? I think it depends on the biscuit. So let's say logic <laughs> would say chocolate side down, so I it's do. on your tongue. I, yeah, that's what but I. But I, I go chocolate side up. You freak! No, it's just the natural order of things. No, the natural order of things put the tasty bit on your tongue. You chew it anyway. Well, what happens if it's got chocolate all the way around? Like, say, for example, a, a club. Club. That's. I just I poke like, it in there, I don't like, I? I like the club. That's I like the fruit one, the one with currants in. Well, the currants are raisins. I'm not keen on the orange one. Oh, I quite like orange chocolate. 
I, I so prefer... a chocolate digestive then. Let's narrow it All down. Right, a chocolate, chocolate digestive. digestive or a chocolate hobnob, something like chocolate that. Chocolate digestive, oh, chocolate, chocolate side up. Because you're holding the dry part of the biscuits, so it doesn't melt on your fingers. Well, you see, that's a sensible argument as well. If it's something holding like a Jaffa cake, it's small, you're compact. Surely you're holding it top and bottom, finger and thumb. Do you? No, no, you can balance it on your fingers. Biscuit. Absolutely. You would. See, I'm not a dunker. Uh-huh. No. But if it's something like Definitely a Jaffa dunker. cake, you can flip that upside down quite easily on your tongue and go for it that way. Interesting. You see, with Jaffa cakes are a bit different because I like to scrape the chocolate and orange off it with my teeth and then eat the rest. Yeah. Um, maybe a more important Ben's question Ben's looking is, at me like I'm some kind of philistine now. More important question is, do you dunk it in tea or coffee? Or coffee. just eat it? Absolutely. I've never liked I dunking really them. I, I, just, I just eat the I, damn I'm things. Not really, I'm not really a dunker. Um, I'll tell you what I don't like, though. Is the bits in the bottom you get from dunking? Yeah, that, that's that's exactly it. That's yeah. and my dad thinks that's the best bit of his brew and swigs all that down with all the bits, which yeah, I think is absolutely. I, rank. I don't like that. I it don't. Rank, I, think yeah. I don't like soggy biscuit, which is also a game played in public <laughs> schools. <laughs> uh, would you care to explain? Um, have you played? I yeah. haven't played because I didn't go to public school with an accent like mine. Do you think I went to public school? Do you think I enjoyed a game of rugger with the old boys? <laughs> you know, <laughs> quite possibly old being. No, um, I didn't go to public school. I went to the same school as Ben for a short while. Um, yeah, until you got kicked yeah. out. No, we didn't get kicked out of school. We were good boys, weren't we, Ben? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, the, there weren't good. many got kicked out of our school in them days, were there? Roach. You remember him? Not really. James Roach. I think he died, didn't he? He, he did. died of a drug overdose or something. Did he? He's the only. I don't remember him really. Scrotty McWank face, I can only remember. <laughs> yeah. I How old are you, uh, Tony? I'm 45. 45. Right, in that case, neither of you are old enough to have ever been given the cane, are you? No. No, uh, okay. officially. We weren't uh, caned, although my father was. Not in um, school. My father was one to hit us with a slipper. Yeah. Um, and we did get smacked by teachers. Truman would yeah. throw a board rubber at your I, face. I got swung around by my side whiskers by um, Truman and um, backhanded around the chops a couple of times by him. Yeah, because most of that had actually Mr. stopped. Mr. Brook. Yeah, there were a teacher called Mr. Brook at my junior school who clouted me properly, like proper, you know. Yeah. Eyes rolling. Hit me with more force than you needed to hit an eight-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I, I was in fifth year and that's when the... They basically did away with the, the cane, uh, being able Which to drag it probably off upset you because you probably quite liked it. <laughs> I only I, I, I was a good boy most of the time. I only ever got the cane once. It was because I was called the teacher a short ass because he was. Uh, we've been to uh, a place that most scouts go to called Colomendia. It's a little Welsh village, uh, sort of up over hillside. I, uh, I bet they love that. It, it's well, it, it's just like a little the Welsh. I mean. Yeah, it's just like a little camp where they, they drag loads of school kids and stuff. And they right, had an upper yeah. camp and a lower camp. We were in the upper camp. Uh, and in the lower camp, they had a load of you know junior school kids at the time. And I was I basically uh, ripped into him saying he stayed in the, the lower camp to make him look tall. <laughs> and, and it was a case of, you what? So I repeated it. So I forgot dragged and uh, got the cane. 
Well, but uh, I, I think I, I think you you asked for it, you cheeky fellow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not long after that, they actually banned it though, and it, it's it's funny. Within two weeks, I actually saw uh, Law of an Order break down in school. Because all all of a sudden, all of us, I I was there to witness the change. All of a sudden, there was no threat there anymore. They couldn't do anything to you. Which, from what you're saying, they they were still smacking you, but they weren't supposed to. Yeah, they did. They still smacked us. Yeah. Yeah. My dad was actually really strict. Um, The um, other kids were all scared of my dad. Mm -hmm. You know, because like their their parents were not as strict as him. Like they'd get a telling off. I'd, I'd get leathered, and other kids had seen me get smacked and stuff like that. You know, um, you know, um, he were he were not he were not shy of discipline, weren't me, Dad? He were very, very, very strict. Um, and that's why you're like, yeah. Well, I'm soft as shite with my kids, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I'm just looking down here, Tony. Is this a prop for podcast? This this. You must take a you picture, aren't you? Gimp mask. I don't think I don't think you should wear this gimp mask because it's. Um, Especially not banging it on my. I think the filter's got asbestos in it. Oh, nice! It's um, it's pretty old in it. Um, World War Two era. Um, I'm going to sell it. Casually sat there, then it wasn't a prop. I'm going to sell it. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not a prop. Uh, It's not a gimp mask. Anyway, it's a gas mask. A respirator is what it's called. But this is um, came out of an old shed. You can see how rusty it all is. You've been pulling a lot of old sheds out lately, have, haven't you? Or is yeah. it just one massive one? No, the number of number of sheds. But it's all good. It's all good. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I wasn't, I wasn't going to talk about it, but I've, I've had a bit of a negative experience eBaying. So I've, I've been <laughs> I've been eBaying some stuff. I can't remember what item it was, but this fella from London were messaging me. Right, and He'd obviously seen that I had a number of different things that I was selling. He was on about, oh, oh yeah, I'll come up and... I could, I could do with coming up and having a look, see what else you've got, you know, make you an offer on a few things and things. And in my experience, when people are doing that, it's because they don't want the auction to end. They want to offer you peanuts for stuff, don't they? You yeah. Know? And, and this is it. And he kind of annoyed me, but unfortunately, he won one of the auctions. And um, as soon as the auction ended, he, he basically messaged me to say, I'm not around this week. I'm, I've got work on in London. Um... I'll come Monday to collect, you know, about, about midday Monday. And it, it wasn't the, the... The thing that got me back up more than not is that he didn't ask me if I were available Monday. He just... Yeah, just that, it was that presumption that I'm at his beck and call. <laughs> I'll come Monday and you've got to accommodate me. You know what you should have said? I'm a famous podcaster. Uh, well, I'm, I'm busy Monday. Well, anyway, I am a busy bloke. I do work a lot. And um, it don't, don't matter. Anyway, to be honest, he, he kind of got me back up. And then he said, um, I'll take that pump off your hands and I'll take that other thing and this, that and other and stuff. Now, some of these things were already on an auction. One of them had actually sold to somebody else. And it was, again, his assumption that he could just have it. And I, I could do with having a route around. I'll see, see what else you've got. You know, and that, that kind of thing. It's like, I don't want you poking around. You know, you, you, you're not coming. You're coming to pick something up and fuck off. That's my the way I like mm. it, you know. I'm and with then, you 100% on this. Anyway, so I cancelled, I just cancelled the auction. I, I just basically said to him, no. Because in my mind, he didn't hear no enough, this guy. Maybe mm. it's maybe it's a London thing. I'm sure, I don't think he meant any harm by it, but I just didn't like him. I didn't like him. I didn't like his ways. I don't think he was... 
probably being bad or being a dick or all like that. I just didn't like how he was. So I just said no and I cancelled the auction. And then I've relisted the stuff that, you know, that he's bid on. He's then messaged me about five times overnight, like, whittering at me, telling me I'm a liar, I'm dishonest and this, that and other. And I've, I've had to reply saying, you know, like, I'm sorry you feel that way, but... You're a And he says, and he's like, well, he's like, I hope you get an extra £20 for it, and like like you clearly want to. And, and this is what I he don't get. It's not about the money. It's mm. him. It's not about the money. And this is what I've, I've actually emailed him back. It's not the money. It's you. Right? It's the I don't principle care about the money. advantage of. It, it, it is. And, and it's one thing in, in life, and I think we've said this on podcasts before, as you get older, you learn to say no, don't you? Yeah. And this guy needs to hear no more. Because he just, I just couldn't be arsed with him. You know, from right from his first message, I thought, you're going to be bloody hard work. It's interesting how you figure them out early, isn't it? Because I've put my Mitsubishi GTO on uh, Auto Trader. Yeah. Got an email off a guy. Can I come and look and arrange a test drive interested in buying? So I emailed him back. I says, uh, I'm not a dealer, so if you want a test drive, just show me you're covered on insurance. Um, fair enough. Otherwise, I'll drive. Yeah. And show you how it is. Email back. I'm not just a tyre kicker. I've owned a 300ZX twin turbo before. Oh, well, very good. That doesn't insure you. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't insure you. Yeah. So from that email, I thought, dickhead. Three emails later, he's saying, uh, oh, uh, yeah, you're, you're three hours away from me. Can you meet me halfway? No. I said, no. No, I'm not interested in that. Because an hour you and a half. Well, we went down to the south coast near enough to pick up that Virago. Somewhere near Tasmania, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So... I'm thinking, no, an hour and a half in car, that's 80 miles. So let's say he buys it. So I've gone in two cars, that's 160 miles. And come back, so that's 320 miles. You know, if you don't buy it. Yeah. I thought, fuck this. Come and look at it or piss off. You know? Yeah. And uh, next if, email back if, from him. If somebody wants it, they're going to come out. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Next email back from him. Oh, I hope you sell your banger. Fucking meeting me halfway, then uh, I'm not, not doing it. All right, then. Yeah. You know, I've just... Yeah, I sussed yeah. you four emails ago, lad. Not interested. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like I say, this guy—it's probably just the way he does. Maybe, maybe it's a London thing. You know, the—I'll I'll be first to admit, the pace of life is faster up there. Maybe he's a bit of a wheeler dealer. All right, but you ain't wheeler dealing with me because I don't want to play them games. Maybe it's a Tony thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too cantankerous, grumpy bastard. Maybe that's what it is. That's what it is. Email in dirtykimbasset at gmail dot. We we'll do a poll on if you, think, do, yeah. if you think Tony is a grumpy bastard. Yeah, we'll do a no, poll. I'm, on I'm with you on that, Tony. I just, I just didn't, I just, he wasn't messing, he wasn't even messing me around as such. It was just that presumption. It, it was that presumption that he could have this and he could have that and he could do this without bothering to ask first, you know. Yeah. And um, I, I wasn't interested. Like I said, I mean. To me, I mean, he's, he's saying I was dishonourable and things like that in his thing, but to me, what would have been more dishonourable is letting him take items that somebody else has won in an auction. Absolutely. Oh, you know, absolutely, no, yeah. no, that's not that's not thing. And he knew that those auctions had ended and and such, and that there were bidders on that. Out. So he's wanting... If if he wanted them items, he would have bid on them, wouldn't he? Mm. Right? If he wanted to pay auction price for them. What he's wanting to do is come and say, oh, well eBay yeah. don't have to get their cup. I'll give you 50 quid for this when I'm getting more for it on, on eBay, you know, and things like that. That's what, that's what he's trying to do, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that's, that's what I see. 
and it just I just it just pissed me off. By contrast, I had a perfect Facebook marketplace one last night. I was out getting a curry, this guy messages me, two tires that I've pulled off me estimate when I put oh, yeah, uh, yeah. snow tires on. I got them at thirty quid each. Message me, will you take fifty quid for a pair? Yeah, all right, mate. Where are you? Standing. He says, I'll be 20 minutes. I said, right, I'm in Huddersfield. 20 minutes, yep, see you back at mine. 30 minutes later, I'm stood up at my driveway. With two tyres. Two tyres, money, done. Thanks, mate, cheers, bye, done. Yeah. Brilliant. That's how it should be done. Yeah. No fucking Well, around. that's yeah. how I do things. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You know, when I, when I buy things, I'm there, you know. It's just, yeah, although, to be honest, Facebook Marketplace can be hard work. Oh, you can, f- yeah. If you want to see who Village Idiot is, you just place a Facebook I tell, Marketplace. i tell you what's actually. worse, and um, some of my ex-wife used to be on, he's like... Some of these mum and baby groups on Facebook, right? You want idiots and time wasters? Look at new mums. All of them. All of them. All of them, right? Not generalising. To to be fair, it's like the stuff that she used to see were like, don't buy anything from Chantel, what's her name? I caught two buses to go and pick up that baby girl. You caught two buses to buy an item that you're buying for like 50 pence. This is what they were like, you know. It's, it's, I just don't, it's a good job you're not in logistics. You know, it's, it's, it just begged belief and, you know. And um, can you deliver? Oh, I can deliver, but it's three buses. And I, what? <laughs> so what you're saying is you can't really deliver, can you? Yeah. Oh, looking. Looking for um, a settee and two chairs and a dining room table and a cooker, please, for my new house because um, we've got no money. Um, so, you know, cheap as possible, freeze even better, uh, must be able to deliver. <laughs> yeah. so, so it's going to cost you money to give them things. You know, that, and that's what people don't get in it sometimes. You're like, and do you know, I've mm. had this where I want to give some away, but I don't want to give it to some bastard and see it on Facebook Marketplace two days later. Yeah, you know, I'll gladly pass it on to somebody that's struggling because yeah, I can't be asked yeah, to sell Absolutely. Yeah, I did it with a lot of computer parts and uh, just an accumulation of computer shite at last twenty years. Yeah, and I posted it on there thinking I'll see this lot back on soon. And this woman turned up saying it's for my daughter. She's going into computer, whatever you know. And I actually didn't see it back on Facebook, but I really suspected I would. I sold a pair of boots to. Um, a guy who was a friend, I actually fell out with him over this because I thought it were a cunt trick. Right, these boots were um, cavalry boots, you know, right, like riding boots. Mm-hmm. And the guy's, um, he's got a jeep, and he's, he does like World War Two reenactments. And I knew he'd be interested in them. I stuck them on Facebook. He says, "Yeah, I'll give you fifty. It's, you know, I'll give you fifty quid for them." And I thought, "Yeah, all right, fair enough, you know." Um, and I paid postage out of that and everything, you know. So I sent it to him. Right, within a day, they were on. Um, the Harley Davidson and various other pages listed as um, World War Two, blah 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 boot, boot, boots, um, two hundred and fifty quid. Well, I knew what they were worth, but I also thought that because he were into that, it, and I you, thought you were trying to do him a favour, and he just yeah, and I just thought that were a cunt, that were just a cunt trick. So yeah. I just I've been the cunt. I've not spoken to him since. As far as I'm concerned, he's dead to me. You know, no, that. No. Yeah, I thought it was a shit trick. Because um, I could have stuck them on eBay easily, couldn't I? You know, it's well, fuck yeah, I got three hundred for them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening, Dave, I'm sure you're not Dave Plum. Oh, David Sharon. Dave, Dave Plum, what a cunt! <laughs> I think you're a cunt. And if I see you on a rally field, I might even give you a give you a bit of a bagger in. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. 
Ben's staring at his notepad again. Do you know well, what? I've realised now, Dave, that when Ben stares at his notepad... He's run out of ideas. It, no, it's, he's not run out of ideas. What it is, is he's written something down. He can't read but it. But he, he, he still can't remember what it means, what he's written. Yeah. Like, he'll have written something regular. like... 2.15, train, Dewsbury. Something will happen. And he'll, I, but he won't remember what's happened. And he's like, I can see this, like... Expression on his face, smoke he's like, coming out yeah, of ears. like he's deep in concentration. That's it. He, he doesn't understand his own shorthand. It's true. Well, it's while true. he's thinking about it, I've got a couple more little stories if you want. Go for it. Uh, obviously, we we like Canada. We've got itched over there, uh, and usually when you park up, you sort of sorry, park up. When you land, it, it's in Toronto, so you've got like a ninety-mile drive to get down there. And as you you drive towards Niagara Falls, uh, you go through wine country. And uh, we thought for a change, we'd actually go to a couple of these little uh, wineries or vineyards or whatever you want to call them. So we, we pull into one of them and we're looking around and they've got something over there. It's a speciality. It's, it's called an ice wine. What they do is they wait until it's min- uh, minus 18 degrees centigrade uh, before they go and pick any of the grapes. And that means that basically all the... The frozen solid. Yeah, basically, the frozen solid, uh, they've shriveled up a little bit and it really intensifies the, the sweetness of the, the wine that comes out of it. It's more like a syrup. And I it comes. damaged them. Yeah, I'm amazed that grapes grow in those temperatures. Well, they grow when it's warmer and then the temperature cools, but. And they just leave them on the. Because I certainly yeah, they, they just leave them on there until like it's that. until it's cold. The end of the season. Yeah, you, you can tell it's cold when you get out like down to being like a little walnut whip. Yeah, but uh, you mentioned WD forty before. It, this stuff comes in the bottle about the size of WD forty, and it's four times the price of a bottle of wine, of a regular bottle of wine. So we're, we're sort of in there. And we're, you've put you've put me off already. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, talking to Yorkshireman here. Like I say, it's it's desperately sweet as well. They class it as a dessert wine. So there's a couple of uh, you know an American couple over the far side of the room as we're walking around and checking this stuff out. And they charge you because it's so expensive. They charge you to have a taste of this stuff. So the they pour out a little bit into each of the cups and they drink it and it's yeah, quite nice that put the cups down and walk away so we thought we'll give it a go walked over there and they said there's not much in the bottle glug 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 because we weren't Americans and they just like people who aren't Americans and these so they charge the Americans but they gave you it for free we paid for it, but we we basically finished the you bottle. Got right for them. You got you got a we right got a very good, good deal for that one. And right, I see. Okay. The ants are just kind of looking, sort of a little bit unhappy, but uh, it's quite funny. It, it was just interesting to see the the disparity in between, you know, how people from the UK or anywhere other than America were treated. Yeah, if, if I had to move to North America, I think I prefer Canada. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's parts of America I think I could live in. Um, you know the mm. parts where there aren't many people. Yeah. Have you seen Canada? Like, yeah, <laughs> parts of America like like Montana, Wyoming, places like yeah, that. But they're full of preppers. In Canada, though. That's true. They've got they've got better healthcare, haven't they? Yeah. But I wouldn't be moving there anyway. Um, I, what I need is an island. But the problem with the island is there's nowhere to ride your bike, is there? Once because once you've done a lap, a lap. Yeah. You know, that's if you've got a road. 
Speaking of islands, I've found a, a VN1500 on Hailing Island. Yeah, I know you have. And I do fancy it. Well, we can go down and get it, but you're paying for diesel. It's a bloody time. trick. It is a but diesel way. prices now, it would be more than bloody bike cost. Yeah, well, what, what are we paying for <laughs> diesel now? This will upset the Americans. What we what we paying now? Um, it's, one, isn't it about £1.50? £1.47 around here, isn't it? £1.47 per litre. Which yeah. To an American, that's four bald eagle talons per yeah. quart of... Per shoe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, $1.99. Per litre in the right, US. So, and, but and bearing in mind, a US gallon isn't the same three as an imperial half. gallon. Yeah, it's yeah. three and a half um, litres, isn't it? It's the gallon over there. Yeah, so, that's it. so they're paying seven dollars for a gallon. Seven dollars for an American gallon of diesel. For American gallon. Yeah. American. Uh, and, and I think, as I've said before to you, Tony, it's money they don't use in a measurement they don't use in a fuel they rarely use. Do you know what annoys me though? They still call it imperial. But then yeah. they changed it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the price of ordinary petrol or gasoline, as they call it, is very similar. There's not much difference. And if they had to pay that much per gallon of their gallons, they'd get the guns back out. Their fuel, though, is shite. They've got E85, yeah. which is 85% yeah. ethanol. Yeah. They've also... Well, even even before ethanol was being put in, you know how fuel has an octane rating? Yeah. So we yeah. have um, like ninety five is our standard, yeah. and um, ninety seven is our. It's well, the they used plus, to have regular in, in the old days. They used to have regular and ethyl, didn't they? In America, and mm. your regular was somewhat like ninety octane. So you know, it, it were poor poor fuel by our standards. They have a different mm. rating to us as well. Yeah, they, they do. But it's it's still it's, it's still, still poor. Yeah. Um, I mean, I 85% ethanol If you were to take an old shy. Triumph Herald over to America back in those days, you might even have to alter the ignition timing um, mm. to get it to run on there. Shite. Well, it's different, isn't it? It is different, different. Yeah. that's the yeah. thing. You build the engine to the fuel. That's the thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that Harley-Davidson of mine, that engine's pretty... Although it's a fairly new bike fairly in, in on the scale of things... Um, it's got sensors and things all bolted onto it, but underneath it, that engine is fundamentally unchanged since like the 1940s. Mm-hmm. It's a very agricultural chugging V twin. It will run on some pretty shit fuel. You know, it surprises you what it'll run on sometimes, you know, whereas more sensitive engines. I only run mine on uh, SO Super now. No yeah, n- now yeah, but we, we've. we've Got all green fuel mm. now, aren't we? This uh, anything E10. On, anything on carburetors don't want to be putting E10 in it. God, they're sad that. No, well, uh, to be honest, um, any 1990s era Japanese bikes with rubberized valve seats, um, the ethanol's going to perish that Eat rubber. Them. Yeah, yeah. And um, they're going to be fucked. So you know, I don't think it's some of our government's thought thought through. Anyway, we thought Dave's chimney story were boring. This has gone really fucking downhill with quality. You know what? I have noticed on a number of times in our podcast. Well, you can delete the uh, chimney story anyway. Yeah, yeah, we'll be editing out that chimney story. Don't worry about that. I edit out most of what Tony says. Um, It is true. Um, But yeah, um, we we do moan about price of petrol a lot, don't we? (laughs) It's fucking expensive. That said... Saturday next week, I'll have to look at a 66 Dodge pickup. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I, I hope you buy it. I, I really want one, but at the moment, I ain't got the cash. I, the problem is, I can't. I could do it if I sold Ranger. 
but I need that reliability. Yeah. I need and I need the Ranger. It's a it's a truck. I know. Um, I've done what needs to be done on it. I know it's good for another twelve months' work. Yeah. Um, the um, if I were to buy an unknown, I'd have to sell the Ranger to fund it. Um, especially because I don't have the space to park two vehicles. You could put your Ranger in back of a Dodge. That one I sent you a link of the other day. Big truck that in it. Well, that's the other thing. Job. Would I be able to ever get a parking space? You could make one with it. Well, there is that. So this Dodge, fascinating little story came up with it. You know when stuff falls into place? Yeah. So I've got my GTO up for sale, as I said earlier. Yeah. And I thought... I'll just message some people that have got pickups that I fancy. See if they'll swap. And see if they fancy a part cash each way, whatever you want to do, you know. Yeah. So I messaged about 20 pickups I found that I quite fancied. Messaged them all. Two people replied. One of them's about as far away as that motorbike. Oh, great. 300 mile away. The other one is at near High Peak. That's not too far. Hmm. So he oh, replies, but... you know, and he says, oh, yeah, I could take that in part What you, you know, blah, 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 blah. Is he a dealer? No, but he's got a few cars. So... He says, what do you want for it? And I said, well, as much as possible, you know. So he says, oh, well, let's have a look at this. And uh, we'll talk tomorrow. Hi, all right, yeah. Next day, he messaged me. He says, how's missus and kids and naming them all by names? And dog. And he, rem- he names, remembered. Names me dog. Has he been stalked you? And I'm thinking, has he Facebook stalked me, this fucker? So I have a look, look him up. Coincidence, turns out he's husband of one of our lass's best friends. Oh, right, okay. I thought, oh, bloody hell, look at that. So... He says, oh, I own a racetrack. Uh, I've got a meeting on Saturday next week. He says, come down, have a look at pickup. My son will take you out in drift car and we'll have a look at this GTO while you're here. So I thought, well, bloody small world. So it's a bit of an omen, that, isn't it? Yeah, a bit of an omen. Nice. So, yeah. So I might end up with a 66 Dodge next week. I'd, I'd, I'd like an American pickup. as a, But the practicalities may be... For work. Yes. <laughs> well, no, it'd be great for work. It's the other things. I mean... Um, like I say, will I get a parking space in my street? Probably not. They're not that much longer, though, are they? Uh, yeah. They're only the same as Long Landy, 130-inch wheelbase. I think they're longer than that, mate. My Yukon were a 130, and I've got I, I go past, when I go and see Tommy up in Middleton in Leeds, I go past this um, Chevrolet that's parked at the side uh, road, and it's a lot longer than my Ranger. I bet it's I bet it's two and a half foot longer than Ranger. Maybe, but yeah. two and a half foot on a parking space. Yeah. In this street... <laughs> where, where they park like knobheads. I've actually, I've actually, I've, I've sent a whiny arsed crying email to Craig Whitaker, our MP, um, generally moaning about Calderdale Council and how they're making me unhappy, the bastards. And also, get me fucking bins emptied. We've got a road at the bottom of town that's been closed for nearly three years. Oh, it's opening. So, apparently, right? Not sure but which year. they're building a new one that we don't want. <laughs> yeah, they are, yeah. You know, I don't understand them. They're fucking idiots. I think we need to get rid of Calderdale Council. Power, pile of shite they are. Worse in country. They need to fix roads. Empty fucking bins. More than once a fucking year. All my neighbours think I'm a bloody alcoholic because at number of like, bottles and stuff there. They're still there from Christmas. That's a while ago. Yeah, they haven't they emptied me bloody bins since, you know. Bloody dickheads. It really has gone downhill as this podcast. We're out morning, aren't we? <laughs> right, email in with your funny stories of premature ejaculation in front of all your mates. Dave, uh, do you uh, listen to any other podcasts? Uh, I do. Um, Go on. It's, let's have a little look, baby. There's one sec. 
I've been listening to My Dad Wrote a Porno. I've I've heard some of that. You you uh, told me about this. I still haven't had time it's to. Very funny. This this sixty uh, year old Irish guy has very very badly written a porno, and his son, his gay friend, it. female. Is it friend, like a soap opera? Rip it apart. They just rip it apart chapter by chapter. They basically find the shockingly hilarious. The dad's old notes for this porno that he wrote, and he reads it out, oh, and right. uh, just it's tear it apart. Funny. And it's funny. What uh, does dad think about this? Uh, well, now that he's selling books, because the podcasts end up with about 8 million listeners. Oh, is it right? Yeah, so really your dad's well. happy about it. Which one yeah. thing that came up on it and got me questioning, would you recognise your penis out of a penis ID lineup type thing? I yeah. would. Let's say you, you know, your penis robbed you, right? I'll put it this lineup. way. If we, if we, we obviously can't do it because Facebook would remove it. But if me, you and I'm Nick, still on my second... Uh, Consecutive two month ban. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two month ban. I've never had a two month ban. Well, it's it's, it's a month ban, but, but you've got two. I, I was banned the second time within hours, and I still yeah. don't know how the hell it happened. If we uh, were somehow able to put knob pictures in a lineup and see if our listeners could guess whose knob were whose, right? With temperature in here, you'd need some I, fucking zoom. Well, they, they they would they would, wouldn't they? You know, that's it. I've started it. shivering. Well, eating's on. Look, hey, you think I'm a techno chimp? Watch, just just watch this. Describe to our listeners what I'm doing. Tony's swiping on his black rectangle. You'll have to snuggle up together. We no, we're have. not the manly banter. <laughs> That's what they do on the manly banter. <laughs> Touching each other. Right, well, anyway, Same. podcast, you want to know what I'm listening yeah, to? Yeah, go on. What you got? Currently listening to 40s and Fucked. Yeah. Uh, one that I've been listening to for a long time is called R Slash. Uh, and that is uh, a, a guy reading out some of the best posts from across Reddit, from all sorts of groups like Entitled Parents, uh, so Malicious Complaints. You send me a lot of Reddit stuff, but a lot of it's yeah, yeah. Uh, visu- visual gags. Yeah, you yeah, don't work on podcasts. Yeah, don't do work they? on podcasts. Yeah. I need content, Dave. Come on. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> a boring one, uh, Friday Night. No, we comedy. don't want boring ones. We've done three of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Darknet Diaries is a really good one. It's a guy that, that does that, uh, hacking that stories, right? Uh, and he, he sort of releases a new one every two weeks. That's uh, well worth a listen. Uh, now, I don't uh, know the ins and outs of it, Dave, but someone was telling me, um, I can't remember who was telling me, about the dark web. Yeah. And I don't know how you get on it, but apparently you need an onion. Yeah, there's uh, a program called Tor, or it's also known as... Uh, something like Tor Onion Router. Uh, so where does the onion come in? Okay, basically, um, it, it's sort of, you know, the way an onion has loads of layers. Uh, what it does yes. is uh, it will sort of set up uh, effectively a, a bit torrent, for want of a better choice of description, between you and a load of other people. And you get the content uh, that you're trying to look for from all these other people. Uh, and you're part of that system as well as soon as you connect to it. Uh, so there's no way of tracking who's doing what because the information's coming from everywhere. Or at least I that's my there, understanding Dave, of it. I lost him about, about 40 seconds ago. Tony's yeah. Dave, he's just dribbling. Dave, I didn't understand a fucking word. I, it, you might as well... Do you know what? You might as well have been speaking Norwegian and I'd have probably caught more of it than I did then. I, I don't... You know, I, I lost you after you said 
an onion has lots of layers. I was kind of with La- you. Layers. I am familiar. I've seen onions. <laughs> yeah, basically, that, it, it just hides your activity under lots and lots of different connections so people right. can't track what it is that's going on. But then, um, so so how do you get... So you, you're on the you're just on the web, but you're hiding. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, basically, right. you've, you've so, got a web browser that will connect to this uh, onion, so to speak. Uh, and that's it. You just you're searching in the this web browser. So uh, you're looking at, di- at websites that are hidden. Then yeah, you'll find yeah hidden um, websites. I mean, that... there was a load of. Have you heard of the Silk Road? Yeah, um, it it was the main trade route from China to Europe. Yeah, well, going back a few went, years went ago, went through like was... Uzbekistan and places like that, didn't it? Yeah, well, going back and fairly recently on Darknet Diaries as well, there's uh, a bit of a thing about. Uh, you know, the, oh God, what was it called? The Silk Road. Uh, basically, there was different sites where, a bit like eBay, you could go and buy stuff. But of course, it was all anonymized up until the so point you, where the FBI managed to take over buy, one of the say, servers. For example, um, a midget in a cage. You can't say midget anymore. Midget gems. Oh, all that man. Triggered. Yeah. Oh, dwarf. Talk about that. Hang on. Like, I don't Did they call it dwarves now? I can't remember. I think it's just hobbits. Now. I think the we name, can just so. call them. Well, I think it's only hobbits. Marks and Spencers. Um, we, the midget we need gems, to come yeah. up. Yeah, they they decided <laughs> that midget gems can't be midget gems anymore. Someone actually asked me why they were called midget gems. Why? Why gems? They're small. Well, oh. they were actually molded like gemstones, weren't they? That that was a yeah, little bit of biscuit with a thing on top. No, that's ice gem. Oh, that's ice gem. All ah, right, they're sorry. They're shit. They're, they're ah, the right, okay. sweets ever, then. Midget gems Getting are mixed up. gummy ones, aren't they? Yeah, yeah I'm with Gelatinous. Like a small know. fruit pastel so without sugar on them. they've called them... Have they called them mini gems? Fuck knows. But apparently it's the... It's, it's the... It's not the... Somebody asked why they were called gems, and they missed the point, because it's not the gems that's offended people. Well, I don't... I'm not sure anyone were really offended. Nobody's offended, are they? Even midgets. I mean, they used to be a car, weren't they? MG midget. I'm tempted yeah. to buy one. Yeah, just, just, for, that, just, just for that. So I can say, I've, I've got a midget. Well, I'm yeah. tempted to get on the dark web and buy a midget in a cage. <laughs> put it in shop window. See how, see what the woke brigade think about that. I've got a midget tied up in my garage. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> I could have a midget in my midget. Yeah. That's eating midget gems. But apparently we're not allowed to say it anymore. No. So, so, stop that's, it. That's so, not well, so what What should we call midget gems? I what I thought let's let's see what we can come up with now. I put this out to some of my friends on Facebook, and of course, being British, the things that came out were far more offensive than <laughs> midget gems, wasn't it? So so things like Jew tears, because <laughs> obviously that's a reference to Marks and Spencer. Did Jamie come up with that one? Yeah, by I, any don't, I don't know who came up with that. Yeah. <laughs> sounds Jamie. We're, we're not going to name anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, um, we're not allowed to say that. There's there's too much of that going on in there. You know, um, it's not offensive. It's not woke. It's just no bedery. That's yeah, what that it's is. just no bedery. It's just. It, do you know what it is? It's picking a fight that doesn't need to be picked, isn't it? That's what they're doing. Offended by proxy. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So we've got a few podcasts then that Dave yeah. listens to. I, have any of these podcasts on the dark web, Dave? Uh, not that I know of. I don't Maybe know. our podcast should be on dark <laughs> web. We'd get more listeners. We try and make it like uh, exclusive. <laughs> I, yeah. I quite like the idea of being able to go on the dark web 
I don't really know what I'd do with myself, but I kind of like the idea of being this, um, like, super shadowy, high-tech villain. And then I realised I just, I just, my level of techno chimpery would prohibit me ever. First hurdle. Yeah, I'd I'd get locked up, wouldn't I, for whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's no good to me. The dark web is something I will probably never embrace, purely because I have enough trouble with the web web. (laughs) (laughs) The light web. The light web. (laughs) The the regular web. (laughs) Which can be quite dark. Yeah, two others that, uh, two, two other little podcasts that I listen to as well, or at least I have listened to in the past. Uh, there's one called My Favourite Murder, uh, and that one's sort of two American girls having a little bit of a giggle and a laugh, and they start going over stories about some of the murders that have happened. They've got quite successful out of it, and they go on tours now as well, and sort of hold these podcasts that, that, in front of a live audience. Me is when they run out of content, like me and Ben often do. And they actually start murdering people just so they've got something to talk about. <laughs> they, they do often do like tours, that. Though, I'm don't just they? trying to Have think what it's called. Popular podcasts these days seem to do a tour. So, Shag Married Annoyed, for example, are doing mm. a UK tour. My dad wrote a porno world tour. Really? World tour, <laughs> Perth, Adelaide. So, so do people know. actually watch them recording the podcast? Is that what they do? Yeah. It seems to be, yeah. I don't think no. anybody's... I don't, I don't think we'll fit many people in my basement. They there. fill in stadiums. Really? I don't think we'd fill our cellar. I guess I'd struggle <laughs> to fill my car, you I know. know. <laughs> we, could, we could do one in car with our two listeners. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, so, I, I don't know. Um, we could scale it on grounds of how many listeners we get for a thing. So, we do a GTO episode, no more than four. We do a pickup <laughs> episode, no more than five. And then the episode, when, we, when we get big time, you see, you no listen to seven. you listen to that shagged married annoyed, which it, to me that's like daytime TV podcast. It's, you think? I, to me, it is. It's 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 a podcast for women. Is that? That's a woman's podcast. This is a man's podcast. <laughs> this, ours is a pro, it's, ours is a working man. Ours is a podcast for men in overalls. Um, but I do listen to one that I do enjoy called Law Men, and it's a fella called. Um, James Shakeshaft and his mate Alistair Beckett King. And they basically, they go around the United Kingdom and Ireland getting all the local ghost stories and folk tales and Mm. myths and legends and they kind of like look at them with a modern context and they can be quite funny sometimes when you view things with that seem strange and scary and mysterious in the Middle Ages. But then he's viewed with twentieth century eyes. Like, it's like so, when you fell asleep on Moore's driving and you thought you saw a woman and just, oh, I, yeah. I, my spooky shenanigans. Well, that, that might be one I have to ring in and tell them about. You know, maybe we ought to do a spooky episode. You see, time it for Halloween. My brain switches off, like Bash and Beard. I did some. Oh, he saw a ghost, and I just went. No, I didn't. I just, I just, nah, not having it. Right. Okay. So, ghost, you don't believe in at all. No. I don't know what I believe. My house is 400 years old. If there were any ghosts, they'd be there. Right. Go on. So, you're not going to like what I'm going to talk about next then. You're not going to switch off. Because (laughs) this is something that triggered me. Um, Popped up on Facebook. Okay, so it's a full moon in Cancer. So that explains it. Phew. (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> this is coming from the same person. Oh my god, I failed my nursing exams. It's because it's because Taurus has gone into Gemini or some shit like that. No, it's because you were on a fucking three week bender beforehand. You know, um how people can dictate what that's happening in their life from the arbitrary how, position of the planets think, at the time of birth. I think it's just when ridiculous. they can use it to excuse their failure. That's I mean, such you're, religion. you're really stretching it tenuously, aren't you? <laughs> you know, oh, the planets weren't alive, right? So I failed my exams. No, you failed your exams because you didn't study. You know, that's that's basically it, isn't it? You didn't take you know. it seriously enough. You went on the piss. There you go. You know, yeah, all this crap's um, what Christianity does. You know, don't trust the religion that says you can be forgiven just just for admitting it to a priest. You know, whatever you've done. Yeah. What you mean? Nah. You can't. <laughs> well, well what, what are you telling me Dave I don't know you, you just I'm not a, a religious uh, kind of guy are you telling me that all those blowjobs were for nothing oh no no we enjoyed them <laughs> alright I did see something yeah so it's, what we want to call it it's astrology isn't it you yeah know, some, some people live by it some people really just, do live by it oh. <laughs> Ben's face is a picture Honestly, I just oh yeah, waste of life. I don't know. Yeah, that's I mean, it. Put your phone down. Don't I'm not, read anymore. I'm not. I'm not going to read anymore about. But it's it's one of those things. I mean, I think scientifically speaking, right, that your belly rumbles. <laughs> we are very small. Planets are very big. Right now, we know that the moon has an effect on our planet. With its gravitational force, doesn't you know the tides, right? Causes the moon and its movement around the Earth causes our tide, high tide and low tide, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It also they reckon it has an effect on people. That's why the insane were called lunatics. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's that was the loon in lunatic. It's from the moon, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Now, Jupiter. It's massive, isn't it? Massive. It's making no difference all the way over there. Is it not? No. It, not it, having it. We see it in our sky. Mm -hmm. Right? Maybe on some level, and I'm not saying on some kind of like magic or like that, maybe it has a slight effect. Maybe it gives planet a wobble. I don't know. You know? we're all, the, the solar system is a system, isn't it? It's linked. I'm not yeah. saying that you can say, oh, the, the moon's in Capricorn, so it's going to do this, I think. But something the size of that floating around in the vicinity of Earth. It's not in the vicinity of Earth, is, though, is it? It, it is on, on a, an astronomical scale, it is. So is the sun. Yeah, well, that has an effect on us. <laughs> yeah, what happens you? Well, we, we'd be dead without it, wouldn't we? We would. We're all caught in the gravitational no. field of it, aren't we? Well, this is so. this is it. This is what I was talking about. Gra Jupiter's gravity would crush you. You know, it would crush you before you even got near it. Before you even got into its vicinity, its gravity would crush you. Right? It's got to have some effect Not on from us. here. Well, how do you know? Oh. We, what we need is we need Professor Brian Cox. To um, tell us. To tell you you're an idiot. To, well, to tell us if it affects us, does it give us a wobble or what? I don't know. Um, I'm not an astronomer. but Planets do make others wobble, but the minuscule amount you're talking doesn't give people an excuse for failing exams. I don't, I'm or not saying it does, but maybe it, it 
has an effect on our brains that we don't know about. Yeah, not having it. You're not having it. Not having it. You know, fucking. I, I'm not having ghost. it. <laughs> yeah, Dave knows what he's talking about. You're not having it, all right? Well, maybe it's just me. I don't know. Maybe it's me that feels the strong pull to the full moon. I don't know. I'm I having am, more gravitational effect on you now than Jupiter is right well, now. Well, to be fair, your gravity is probably like Jupiter's. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you you need to fast a bit more. Oh dear me! So, <laughs> so in that right. case, there's nothing down for me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hang on a minute. Are you telling me? Are you telling me you're a, a large guy, Dave? I am. I am. Are you? Because yeah, you sound. Used... It's amazing that I've I've only see I've not met you. I've only got a voice. You sound to me like a skinny man. No, sadly I used to be. Uh, you, you back sound, years ago. So you're, you're a skinny man in a fat man's body. <laughs> Until a few days before I met Dave, I didn't actually know what he looked like. And I said, because he's, he's a bit secretive, is Dave, with the, the old Facebook pictures. He don't put much on like <laughs> Not really, otherwise I wouldn't be getting banned. So there you go, he sent me his face. <laughs> you don't look like you sound. It can't All be right. unseen, though, can it? I mean, you're stuck yeah, with yeah. burnt in your retina, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, sadly, I've, I've just hit the wrong side, 20 stone. 20 stone? 20. That's two mm. of them. Yeah. <laughs> two of <laughs> them. Yeah. All right, it, it's not. I know it's not a video podcast, <laughs> all, but nobody thinks you're a tentator, ever. Uh, I did get up to 18.3 at one point, which was not good. At yeah. fighting Be- weight, when I used to box, I was 17 and a half. That's How long did it take stopping. you to get out the box? I'm, I'm still in it, I think. <laughs> um, Keep it in his closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come out the closet, Tony. We know you're in there. That's yeah. that's just uh, an echo of the the old South Park episode, isn't it, with Tom Cruise? Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. I don't I don't wear that now, but I'm not in as good shape. Sorry, I don't wear that now, but I'm not in as good shape. Yeah. yeah. I wear considerably less, but I look considerably worse. Yeah. <laughs> You've just reminded me there, Dave. I watched South Park last night. Yeah. Um, They're all available online for free now. And it's I don't all even need to buy for free. Yeah. yeah. All right. And the one the one last night was where he's he's a troll online and he's trying to hide it from his missus. And she said, mm. what, have you been, what have you been doing on internet? Who's a troll? One at characters, one at fathers. One uh, at dads, yeah. not one at kids. One at dads. All right. He's a troll online. And wife's saying to him, what have you, what have you been doing and, uh, to try and hide it? He says... I've been looking at porn, and she says, "Well, I know you look at porn." He's, "Oh, but 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 yeah, you know, special type of porn." She said, "Well, what what is it? What is it?" And he goes, "Piss porn." And she said, "Oh, well, you." I that, think I've seen this is, one, actually. Is, yeah, is this yeah. is this what you want to do? And then he got he's got to go through. It. He doesn't like it, <laughs> does it? Yeah. And she says, uh, "He says no, I don't. I don't want to do it." And she said. Oh, you just want to watch those women piss, right? Okay, yeah. not not me because I'm fat and ugly. <laughs> so, so he ends up letting her piss on him to pacify her, and he fucking hates it. <laughs> Brilliant. South Park cracks me up. I thought it was just smutty nonsense when when I was. It is. Cause it, well, it is. It but is. The stuff that it comes out with sometimes is naughty. That they won't get away if it wasn't a cartoon. Honestly, it's yeah. funny. Yeah, it is good. I'm just going back here. Uh, want to be notepad again? This is going to be two podcasts it, yes. at this rate. Hmm. This is going to be two podcasts at this rate. You reckon? Yes. Back to uh, my dad wrote a porno podcast. Oh, okay. There was something on there which was this is how ridiculous this porno is. The guy's had a body modification which makes him come blue. Right. 
<laughs> this is how bad this part <laughs> Which, in itself, is fucking brilliant. Impregnating so, uh, girls just... with Smurfs. <laughs> That's it, yeah, yeah. It's going to make a bukkake a whole different colour, in it, you know? So, I thought, body mods, what would you have? If you could just make up body mods like clearly he is in this podcast, in this porno. I'd quite like horns. Horns. Where would you have them? On my head. On your head. Yeah. Isn't that something you've done in, in your thing? They have an implant put in, don't they? Or do you just pierce? No, I don't do that. You I just pierce? That. I just do piercings. Um, I don't do that many of them these days, to be honest. Just pierce through dangly bits so it's easy. I don't even do that much these days. I don't yeah. I, I don't do many piercings anymore. Um, I just... I don't, well, I don't, I don't really tattoo anymore, do I? <laughs> it's know? true. It's true. So... There we go. An empty shop. Well, I am got an empty shop. There's somebody else doing it, but I, do, I manage from a distance now. Well, so, about you, Dave? Any body mods that you could uh, you could come up with? About the only thing I can think of is is uh, Todger enlargement, just so I could find it. <laughs> to be honest, mate, it's not all it's cracked up to be. You know, it could be an hard work. You know. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You got to make sure you're supportive before you do a day's work. Sometimes it's not it's not the be all and end all, Dave. You know, I, I, I don't think I'd want mine to be any bigger. You know, yeah, like I say, just so I could find it. I mean, you, you were doing a talk, the, the podcast before last, about uh, Todgers. Uh, you know, most people are proud. Because we saw highbrow. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most people are proud when they say, you know, they need two hands to go, you know, to take a whiz. Well, I need two hands, one to dig it out, and one to get it in a stranglehold, in the neck hold, so it doesn't retreat. <laughs> As I've said to uh, Tony, hey, Dave, just just be decadent, decadent, treat yourself, yeah, and have ben, a sit down. Ben, ben is an advocate of the sit down. Oh, I've been doing that for years. Through, yeah, you go through bloody nighttime, go for a piss, you're like tripping over things, you fucking dark. Just just sit down, piss, easy. Uh, so body mods, one that got me thinking. Instead of blue cum, I want mine to come out like Colgate. You know, it stripes. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why though? But just for a laugh. I, I mean, why would you come up with blue coming and in a porno? I saw I saw a science fiction program. And I'm trying to remember what it was. It might have been Red Dwarf, where his nipples were knobs, and like you could tune one tuned into radio frequencies, <laughs> and one did something else. I can't remember. That might be quite useful. So they chose the right mermaid, didn't they? Oh, the one with the fish for a head. Yeah, yeah. But it was chosen by a cat. Ah, uh, yes, it was. Uh, well, not by a human being. Yeah. Yeah. But he was onto something there. And was he, though? Fish can't talk. You said that before. It wasn't that funny last time. <laughs> it's common it, sense. It alienates all of our female listeners. Yeah, I could uh, apologise. I could apologise to... Won't. Um, but you won't, will you? You could probably name them all individually. I'm going to apologise to Sharon. Right, that's what it is. Sharon, I'm going to apologise to. Because she messaged me. She not only listened. Sharon, who were on the other podcast page and, and said, "Oh, are you?" Ben? That's it. That yeah, one. yeah. She messaged me, and the apology to her is because she's listened through more than once. That's she. She's listened to them all and then gone back to the beginning again. Really, really. Well, so we might not have as many listeners as we think. Well, do you know one of the issues I've found? We some podcasts. Obviously, they're more successful than us. All of them. Um, they're probably generating revenue, which we we don't we don't get out of the way, right? So, um, because of that, they can devote more time to it, and they're recording a lot more. 
and they're putting episodes out more frequently than we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we'd struggle to do one a week, wouldn't we? I think we've no chance. We, 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 we we'd have to make them twenty minutes. Yeah, which wouldn't be, you know, this is it. But also, a lot of podcasts are shorter than us. Maybe they're doing it right then. I don't know. But um, anyway, but like I say, I think one a fortnight's about as much as we can manage at the moment, isn't it? It is when you have a full-time job. Yeah, that's that's it. So, do we do well, the best? Do you want another little story then to give you a bit more content while you... Go on. Is it going to be on a level with the previous stories? Uh, possibly. Oh, um. <laughs> do we want another one? Go on, let's have one more and then let's wrap up because we, we're heading right, towards well, two hours of recording here, so I think we're... All right, we're okay. to edit down. Yeah. Well, going on, to the, uh, going on to the size of the todger, um, as you know, I'm getting a bit older now. Uh, I'm in my 50s. Uh, my prostate's enlarged. Uh, so there's a couple of linked things no one ever tells you. If you go and take a dump, you start leaking uh, jizz from the front end. Even though you're not getting the orgasm. Anyway, that's uh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's uh, just something else that. But that was a sideline to what I was going uh, to say. Anyway, look after... to, ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, after getting the the finger up your backside, as they do, they decided to go and send me for uh, a test because uh, they want to go and see it from the other side, the prostate from the other side. So uh, I walked into this room and they've, they've got one of these little uh, mini webcams on a. You know, bit of a, you know, what you call it? An endoscope. Pro- yeah, that they, they want to shove down your urethra. And I kind of looked yeah. at that yeah. as I walked in the room and I laughed and I said, I hope you've got one in a kid's size. The guy laughs and says, nah, one size fits all. So I kind of give him this knowing look as if to say, ain't going to happen. So uh, he kind of gets you know, a needle of whatever it is and squirts it in there to numb things up. So camera and, goes uh, down and doctor's so like... Oh, look, well, a ball bearing. No, no, not good. There's one of them, there's one yeah, of them well, magnetic things. No, we, we managed to get, get get all them out, if you remember. Anyway, he tries shoving this camera down. and He's kind of not getting very far, so he, he tries a little bit more, and it, it's not working, so he tries a bit more. And at this point, there's blood squirting everywhere, so it's a case of... Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to give this one up. Uh, you were right. So uh, a couple of months later... Uh, I, got an appointment to go back under uh, general anaesthetic. It must have been fucking agonising. Uh, I was scared to piss for a couple of days. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> the next bit gets worse. So, <laughs> I go into this... Tony's fucking squirming here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the next ben. bit will have you squirming. It still makes me squirm. I so want to put... be put down at 50. I don't want to get yeah. old. Uh, so, they, they take me in, put me under general anaesthetic... Uh, and basically, while they're there, they basically uh, ream you open, ream your urethra open. Ream, ins- ream, 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 yeah. ream. That's a word we don't hear often. Ream. Yeah, I've got a reaming ba- tool, and it's it, it's not I, delicate. I, I remember the um, the British Army rifle cleaning kit, which had a gas cylinder reamer, and um, you wouldn't want that down your jack's eye. No. That is exactly uh, what uh, they basically do. They tear your urethra open from the inside with Jesus. different sizes of things that they poke down there, just so they can get the camera down there. Bottle brushes the br- and that kind of... <laughs> uh, well, yeah. <laughs> you could come up with a smaller camera, surely. Uh, well, you'd have thought, well, I would have hoped so, but no. Sure, but there's going to be the a bright limit side, Well, yeah. On the bright side, after they'd finished sort of 
creating me a whole brand new urethra. Uh, they shoved the camera under, down there while I was still under. And that had me scared to piss for a couple of weeks, I'll tell you. I believe you, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ. I, I think uh, at some point they're going to have... I'm, I'm going to... Nanobots? Nanobots, yeah. Nan, nanobots. Yeah. Nanobots. Nano, 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 nano. They're going to be like. Do you remember there were a sci-fi film called Inner Space? Yes. Yeah. They're going to be able to send little tiny microscopic robots into your body mm. to repair, to patch up. To I reckon that's where, where it's going to go. Sadly, not in our lifetime. <laughs> well, we can afford. <laughs> yeah. The final sort of. Uh... In fact, it might be that they implant them when you're about. I don't know. Maybe when maybe on your eighteenth birthday, they implant bots into you that then perform routine maintenance all through your life and check up. And isn't this know. what they've been putting in us with COVID vaccinations, though? Well, it's <laughs> according, to some, according to some people, but wouldn't it be good? Like, oh, this um, this artery is getting a bit clogged up, so now the bots go in and. Pew, pew, pew. How do they go? <coughs> oh, <right. laughs> sneeze, well, sneeze, and then. Pew, Following on from this bit of surgery, I've got got one more little bit of good news. Apparently, they're prone to closing over again, and you've got to go back and get it done all again. Oh, fucking hell. You could be talking every two years. Uh, Basically, it just closes up, and you you can't pee anymore because it's closed up that much. And is this going to be a regular thing then? It may be. It's just one of them. I've got to try and keep it under observation. Yeah. Right, here's one for you then. Go on. If you were going to have surgery yep. performed by any famous pe- person through history, who would you have performed surgery on you? And it must not be a surgeon. <laughs> Bloody hell, that's a hard one. That's a hard who, 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 who do you think could do good surgery? Dr. Dre. <laughs> who is he? Is he? Is he a rapper? He's a rapper. I don't, is yeah. he a real doctor? I don't think he's a real doctor. Is He'd he not? be doing this with the 9 millimeter, though, wouldn't he? Is it... What about Professor Green? Is he a, is he a real is professor? Is he from Cluedo? No, I think he's a rapper. I think I'd have also, Da Vinci, because he studied... Le- Leonardo uh, Da Vinci. That's a good, yeah. good answer. But, he studied well, bodies, to be honest... Mainly corpses. The, okay, but... And this is this is a big but. When did they start kind of accept that germs were a thing? Before they thought they were nonsense? Uh was that was actually quite late, late on, wasn't it? Quite late on, it, wasn't it? Later than you'd think, wasn't it? I think it were. Well, I'll put it this way. Um, the one we remember, Florence Nightingale, the nurse from the Crimean War, mm-hmm. thought germs were a bloody ridiculous idea. Um, Airborne, wasn't it, or something? I, well, no, it, it wasn't that, but like the whole idea of having to wash your hands and cross-contamination yeah. and things like that was thought as being stupid. Um, so I think we've got to go later than... The 1850s. Yeah. yeah. You know, c- certainly. I'm sticking with Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. So you want Dr. Dre to do your surgery. What What about you, Dave? Who do you think could do your I, surgery? I would probably still right? go with Da Vinci, because he, he took apart L- enough L- corpses to... Yeah, but I mean, if he I washed a... his hands after playing Well, with if corpse. I had a say in the matter first... Uh, I could at least tell him to go wash his hands and <laughs> break, break out the, uh, the nearest spirits and just wipe the area down with that first. Get a bit of absinthe on it before he starts. Yeah. yeah. I think probably for me, I'd go for Jenny Agatha. All right. You know, she was in the Railway Children. Yeah, yeah. And, um, American Werewolf in London. Right. Um, perky boobs, nurse's uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, 
how much medical knowledge does an actor get from doing something like Colby Sick? Grey's Anatomy Cas- or casual, whatever, man. you know, something like that. Probably very little. <coughs> you fix that cough though. I wouldn't like to say this cough's bugging me. It's bugging you. Super super bugs now, super viruses. That's it. You know, just our immune system don't get rid of stuff anymore. It's your age. It's not just my age. So much older Things than me. the world's changed. I'm still forty-four. Try to get, try to get antibiotics out of the national health system. Oh, we don't think you need them. It's probably viral. Yeah, that's why I'm still coughing my lungs up two weeks <laughs> later. That sounded like a dog coming in then. Possibly. I don't think so. Right. Should we draw a line? Yeah. Let's draw a line. Email well, us email in. Email us in. Yeah. Go on. What's the email address, Tony? It is dirtykimbasa at gmail dot com. You're getting there. Thirteen month on. Yeah, I'm remembering it now. You're getting there. There we go. Um, yeah, email in with your stories, anecdotes, and shenanigans. Give us a, f- a share. That really helps listens. If you give us a share on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or another. We are, we're actually on more platforms than I knew about. We've got a Reddit now. Not that I've posted out on it, but I had to register for Reddit because Dave keeps sending me crap and Reddit's age limitation thing doesn't allow <laughs> adult content. Well, most with, of the time you uh, can just click on that and it'll take you through. Well, my daughter, Holly, came up chiefly in chirp. Hey, Dad, um, your podcast popped up on Instagram as something suggested for you. I said, oh, oh. did you give it a follow? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have young listeners. We have a we have a demographic. Who is our youngest listener? Right. I bet I bet, I bet they're in the thirties, aren't they? Analytics. Right. We've got here. We've got lots of countries. Have we? Yeah. How many? Lots. Nine percent of our listeners are twenty-eight to thirty-four, and the rest are older than that. Yeah. So we haven't got anyone under 28? There's nobody under 28 there showing up. That's not good. But countries wise, check out this. In order of popularity, UK, America, Australia, Germany, Hong Kong, Ireland, Netherlands, Russia, Romania, Spain, New Zealand, France, Malaysia, Finland, Norway, Dominican Republic, Canada. And a Norwegian, uh, sorry, uh, a Nigerian prince trying to offer you money. Not yet. Um, one final thing then listeners if you've managed to get this far through there's one last podcast I can suggest it's called Mel- uh, Mental Illness Happy Hour it's very good Mental Illness Happy Hour yep do we want to go down there is yeah it, it's, is this a Dave thing no it, it's actually a very good thing if you're struggling with things the guy is a comedian he's a stand up comedian and he started having his own issues and he started doing a podcast he, he knows quite a few people in the, the industry and stuff like that so he has them on the show uh, he'll sort of talk to them they'll come up with all the sort of issues that they've had uh, and at the end they, they sort of tend to throw in a few uh, listeners things as well it, it's actually quite good if you're struggling with things uh, it just gives you how can I put it it's just a way of letting you know that there's other people out there with similar problems it, See, I'm, I'm a bit old fashioned good. like that Dave I prefer to deal with my um Problems in the old, um, with the old toxic masculinity, bottling it all up and saying, "Oh, get on with your work," kind of. Yeah, my, yeah. My, my way. I think it's how we were brought up. We did have an email from a, a listener though, didn't we, saying that it helped her through COVID listening that, to that, us. That's, so that's true. That's true. But I, I am. Um, I don't know. I'm a bit. I'm a bit shit with things like that, to be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm not a. I'm not. I'm not good with it. If you. Yeah. 
A doggo. Yeah. Right, so thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in, Dave. My pleasure. Actually, to be fair, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, explain to our listeners that Dave didn't just call that we answered. Ben fucked about with that laptop for 40 minutes before before we were able to even there was a lot of <laughs> I can hear you, can you hear me? There was a lot of that going on. I'm just going to leave all that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck it. (laughs) Well, I'll edit this out that you've just said. And I'll edit all that out. I'll make me look mega. I'll make you look like a chimp. Well, I do that on my own. But no worries. Thank you for listening. Um, And it's good night from from, uh, Tony, and it's good night from Ben. Yeah, and it's good night from Dave. It is. Or good morning, even, because it is. Even though it's. Yeah. That's when we record. Right, I'm going to press stop now. Are you sure you're done? I'm done. Go okay. on then. Bye bye. Unless you want Go any on. more. <laughs> <laughs>